It's the You and You Podcast. I'm O King Johnny, O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny. Next to me is... Scott Higgs, author of Hypocrisy in America, available on Amazon.com. Everybody go ahead out there and get that. Next to him is... It's your boy Littles. Catch me at Littles1126 on Twitter and Instagram. All right, and next to him is... It's your boy Rip, the spiritual gangster. Check me out on greatestiamblog.com, Instagram, greatest.i.am.blog. Hey, we're going to start the show out with my man. What, what's his name? Bay Bay VA with his, with his new hit song, Massaging. <laughs> Hit it, DJ. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero, my nigga. You hear the stars. Check game, my nigga. Stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fed the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitted head, nigga. I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I coming through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging, my nigga. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, I post some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, nigga, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, nigga, I massaging. Or pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got. Hey, that's my man. Baby, baby, VA, make sure you check that out. Massaging on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, and he is the real Baby VA on Instagram. Give my man a shout out and a follow. You heard it here first on the You and You podcast. Massaging. I come through, I buy the whole Econo Lodge. <laughs> hey, that's my man. We give, oh. hey, we show love to everybody. Everybody deserves some love. It's the You and You podcast. What's up, fellas? What's good? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? We're a little short staff today. We had a little uh, mix up. So, scheduling uh, conflict. yeah, some scheduling conflict, but never, nevertheless, we are here. How's everybody feeling? I'm good, all right. I'm good. I'm all right. Y'all great. sure? Y'all right. sure? Yeah. I thought of something. What's the wildest night you remember having? And it could be, it could be recently, it could be a throwback, it could be whatever. What's the wildest night you remember having? Who want to start or, or should I start it? <laughs> Give me a story, fellas. Oh, y'all going to ask Shaq. The most, <laughs> the most wildest night, well, look, the most wildest night to me, it wasn't even... The entire night. It was part of a night. Okay. <laughs> me and uh we was at a cookout and me and me and son, we went to the store to get some refreshments. Okay. And when we was at the store getting these refreshments, uh son cousin was he was talking, you know, he was having like a casual conversation at, at the store about whatever, whatever. Okay. And I think he was talking like with his hands. And while uh. he was talking with his hands, he accidentally bumped a white lady. Okay. So when he bumped her, he turned around and apologized. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. You know, blah, 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 right, blah, right. blah. And then the lady cussed us out and called us a bunch of niggas. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this was right after Trayvon Martin got shot. Really? Like right after it happened. So this is kind of recent. Maybe about four, four or five years ago. Wow. Three, four years ago. Right. Whenever that time period of the whole Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman situation okay. was going on. So when she said it, everybody was everybody was kind of shocked and took in the back. Uh-huh. It was like, what, like, where, where'd that come where'd from? Where'd that come from? <laughs> you know what right, I'm right, right, right. And it was, and, and the manager of the store was a white dude, and he's just kind of standing there. And he, and the whole time, he just looking at us. 
waiting for y'all to just go. Probably Wait, he was looking at us basically to see what we was gonna do. Right, right, and right. I was, I had already made my purchase, and I was like, I just grabbed everybody. You did right, because I had right. drove. I just grabbed everybody, and I was like, man, let's get out of here let's before they out. start standing their ground up in here. You know what I'm saying? Was we was in, we was in Northern Virginia. I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's just leave. It ain't even worth it. Cause wow. And the whole time. Uh, uh, son, cousin, he's sitting there trying to apologize. He's like, "Well, why you gonna call me a nigga?" I said, "I'm sorry, like I didn't see you." Blah blah blah. He was basically trying to explain. I'm like, "Dude, you ain't got to explain, explain nothing, nothing to her. Man. Let's just go. You already see what type of stuff they on." That's right. There's some brave people out here, man. You'd be surprised what people to say, man. But you know, with this with this current climate we have in the country, I was um talking about this early with my lady. I was like, "You got people that's like sort of like egg on kind of on eggshells with one another." I guess in some ways it's a it's a good thing because people are being uh, more uh, cautious of how they react or deal with one another. I guess mm-hmm. in some ways that's a good thing. But in other ways, you can go in certain environments and you can kind of feel the uncomfortableness, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because people don't know exactly really how to, you know, deal with you. They don't want to say the wrong thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's a funny, but that is wild. I don't think I've ever had anybody just flat out call me a nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I've had some people treated me like they thought I was, felt like I was exactly. a nigga. You know what I'm saying? But not just flat out say that. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I got one. Go ahead. So, so many. I don't want to incriminate myself with some good ones. Right, 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 right. But, uh, Y'all know me. I don't care. I'll tell it all. Uh, okay, we were in uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, two years ago. Okay. Is uh, Let me see. It was me. Was it Scott? Scott was it? Scott, Greg, uh, son. Son's brother, son's cousin, the same cousin that was in that story. So we're chilling. We're in the Four Seasons at the bar. Wow. We're chilling. Okay. Drinking, drinking overpriced drinks. <laughs> everybody, I forgot all about. everybody goes in except for Lo and Son's cousin. Okay. We're chilling, having our drinks, and all of a sudden. Was this Dante? Was no, not Dante. Oh, okay, okay. It was smoke. Oh, okay. okay. We just chilling. All of a sudden, this big like splash of water comes from nowhere. Comes from we're like, where's this coming from? Everybody gets wet. The Whoa. entire Four Seasons turns around, looks at us. We look back to see who throws it. It's son's kind of smug. Like, uh, I ain't think the water could hit y'all from here. <laughs> oh my god! So he just threw water from like a cup or something? No, it was um at the top like of, of at the top of the staircase. It was a fountain full of water. So he just like took his hand across and splashed the whole all of us and all wow. the white people that were in there looked at the six niggas. <laughs> Waiting for us to act ignorant. We look like, dog, are you serious? Everybody damn near got wet. Wow. Now, the plan was everybody about to whoop his ass when we leave the hotel. Wow. We in there plotting. We're like, we're going to jump this nigga outside this hotel. <laughs> we all plotting and plotting until all of our attention gets diverted and we see Steph Curry father. Steph Curry father say that nigga like that. Wow. <laughs> that is funny. Everybody like, yeah, let's get him, dog. So when we get to the car, we're going to whoop his ass. Oh, shit, Steph Curry father. <laughs> it's funny the things that go through people's head. Like, what made, what, why was that a good idea to, right. to splash? Everybody with the water. Rip, you got one for us? Yeah, I got a few. The first one that came to mind was uh, I was at home one night chilling. I think it was a Friday Friday night. Yeah, I was in the house chilling. Okay. So since I was chilling, I was like, I'm just going to drink some wine. I wasn't going to drink no hard liquor. Uh-huh. So Talk directly to you, Mike. This was uh, when I was going to Walmart and buying them $3 bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting there drinking the uh, the wine or whatever. Wind up drinking the whole bottle. And then I get a text message from my uh, my boy. I was he was my coworker at the time. He was like, "Yeah, I'm around the corner at the uh, at the strip club." He was like, "Yeah, I'm with my uh, my my brother and my cousin." And um, he was like, "Come through." 
So this was over in Clinton. So I drove around there, got to the strip club. He was psyched to have me out because this was like the first time me and him was hanging out outside of work or whatever. Uh -huh. So he in there buying me drinks, buying me Hennessy. I have like three Hennessy, Hennessy and Cokes, had a, uh, a beer. And then I'll just, man, I'm at the bar. I'm just feeling, I'm like, oh, man, I'm done. Right. I'm, and I'm looking around and I don't see him nowhere. Uh -huh. So I'm like, all right, I need to go outside real quick to get some fresh air. <laughs> I get up off that bar stool, man, young. I could barely walk. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I just need to get outside and get some fresh air. So I get outside. I walk to my car. I'm, like, staggering walking. Uh -huh. Nobody ain't say nothing to me, nothing. Ask me if I'm all right, anything. <laughs> and let you get your car. Right. So I get in my car. I'm just sitting there, you know what I'm saying, trying to collect myself or whatever. So then I was like, all right, I'm about to just drive home or whatever. Granted, this Clinton, so I'm thinking, I'll be all right. I'm 10, 15 minutes away from home. So I'm driving. And then this, I, ain't, I don't think I've ever been this drunk outside of my house before. Mm. This wow. was a, just a bad situation that I was in. Wow. So I'm driving or whatever, struggling to drive. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, I'm about to pull over. Uh -huh. So I pulled over into apartment complex. And it was a, an apartment complex that I took you to one time to uh, pick up some from somebody's house over there uh, down the street from here, St. Barnabas. Okay. So I'm in the, parking in the parking lot. I'm sitting there driving around the whole parking lot trying to find my way out <laughs> the apartment complex. <laughs> I was driving around the apartment complex for like, Almost 30, 45 minutes in a circle because I couldn't find I couldn't <laughs> find out how rough. to get out. <laughs> I couldn't find out how to get out the uh, parking the parking lot. So finally, I was just saying to myself, "Man, I'm about to just park the car and just go to sleep." Right, right, I'm about right. To just, just go sleep to sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> so soon as I made that decision, that's when I find that <laughs> that's when I find the uh, the exit, exit for the apartment complex. So I get home, get to the house. Wake up the next morning, and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did I get home? So I'm just, I get up, looking for my cell phone, couldn't find my cell phone, no way. I walked outside, go in my car. My daggone cell phone was in the daggone trunk of my car. Wow. <laughs> what? How did that even happen? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> you made me think of something, though. It was my birthday about maybe... Three years ago now, two, three years, I'm going to say. I'm guessing. I Don't quote me on that. I say about three years ago. Now, y'all know me. Oh, was you finished? My bad. Yeah. I'm okay. Finished, now, y'all know me. I don't, I'm not a uh, heavy drinker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm what you call a social drinker. And if I drink, usually I'm just going to get probably a little tipsy. You know what I'm saying? So, it was my birthday. So, it used to be a restaurant at Capitol Boulevard called Wild wild wingery or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. so me and my boys we used to always like pre-game there because okay. we we uh, a friend of ours she was a uh she was like bartender? a bartender no she wasn't a bartender she was like a waiter there okay but she would always look out you know what i'm saying we'll call her ahead of time she'll let us know what the crowd looking like get us good seats you know hook us up blah 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 so <clears throat> we go there to pre-game before we go to the club or whatever so we get there 
we all I order so they had a special where you got two drinks for some odd price, uh-huh. some some nice price. It was like eight dollars or something like that. So I ordered two blow two blue motorcycles off the brink. Oh, man. those were <laughs> blue motorcycles was my party. Like if I'm going out, mm-hmm. we want I'm a drink blue motorcycles. So I got two of those off the brink. Now the way they was making the drinks, it was like. A little bit, because y'all know me, I like some flavor. So it was like a little bit of flavor, a whole lot of alcohol. (laughs) So I drunk them joints. So everybody was drinking. So my boy was like, oh, man, it's your birthday. Shots. So he buys a round of shots for everybody. Mm -hmm. I take the shots. Boom. Another boy come in. Oh, it's your birthday. Shots for everybody. He (laughs) buy a round of shots. I take a shot. Boom. I'm like, all right. I'm good, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not drunk. I'm not. I'm good. The girl who who worked there, that a friend of ours, she comes over, she slides me a blue motorcycle. That's on us. Like, bet. <laughs> I drink so I done had three blue motorcycles at this point. Ooh, and shots. And shots. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. I'm holding up like a champ. Uh-huh. <laughs> we so we pregame, we drink, we eat. You know what I'm saying? Good thing we was eating, because if I wasn't eating, I would have been toast already. But we eating, you know, it's all good. I'm filling the drinks, but I'm not drunk. Right. I'm feeling them though, meaning I'm not doing no driving. It's my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all backseat riding. All right. So right before we leaving, she comes over again and she like, "Here, that's on me. A shot." I'm like, "Bet it's my birthday." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boom! I drinks the joint. Now mind you, during this time I was going through some shit. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like it was one of them nights mm-hmm. I really needed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We all load up, we go out, we party. Some more friends meet us at the club. One of my homegirls, as soon as she get in that joint, was the first thing she buys me, a blue, blue motorcycle. Because <laughs> everybody know I drink blue motorcycles. So she buys me a blue motorcycle. I drinks that joint, the rest is a blur. So all, all I can tell you is what I was told to me. <laughs> they said I was in the club dancing with every girl I came across. They said it didn't matter what the girl was doing, where she was at. I would just walk up on it and just start grinding on her. They was like, that was the first thing. At some point of the night in the club, I laid out in the middle of the floor. My sister told me that. She was like, I don't know what happened, but I turned around and you was just laid out in the floor. I'm like, wow. They said we get in the car. So, you know, we party, we did everything. They was like, dog, you was just all. Matter of fact, my niece was there. And my niece, this was the first time. I think she was, she she had to be 20. I think she might have just recently turned 21. You know what I'm saying? So she had never seen her uncle mm-hmm. in this light. Y'all know me. I'm pretty <laughs> solid, rounded, uh-huh. always on my P's and Q's. She was like, Uncle John, that was the best night ever. <laughs> I was like, what you mean? She was like, I've never seen you that turn. She was like, you was all over the club. You know what I'm saying? So, but it, obviously, I ain't offend nobody. Ain't nobody knocked me out or nothing. So it was all good. <laughs> They said we get in the car, we get in the car to go home. Matter of fact, uh, uh, one of my real, real close, one of my best female friends, she was there with us, and she was riding in the back. Um, was she in the back with? I think she was in the back with us. I want to say she was in the back with us. They said I was in the joint, like man, let me out of here. Let me. We in the car. <laughs> I was like, let me out of here. Let me out of here. They said the car is moving. I proceed to open the door <laughs> to get out the car. <laughs> They was like, that's when we knew you was told <laughs> down. The story doesn't end there. <laughs> so Yikes. I get home after falling down the basement steps from the top <laughs> to the bottom. 
I get a call on my phone. Friend of mine was like, I'm coming to get you. I'm like, all right, bet. Now, mind you, it's 3 o'clock, like 3-something in the morning. You know what I'm saying? She comes to get me. I leave back out the house, get in the car with her. We go back to her crib. I'm toast. All I remember is the next morning, I wakes up. I'm laid in the floor next to her bed, butt ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? She said, I went to the bathroom, and when I came back out, that's how you was. You was butt naked, <laughs> laying on the floor, knocked right. out sleep. So she said, I just left you there. I was like, yo, I don't know what happened. We was that was uh that was Friday, that was Friday night. We were supposed to go out again Saturday. I'll never forget this. We were supposed to go out again Saturday. I was still fucking drunk from Friday. <laughs> the next the next day we got up about shit, eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. She took me to lunch. We went to a uh what's the junk where they cook Kibachi. in front of you? Kibachi joint. Mm-hmm. They cooked the food. The junk was bomb. We went there, we ate lunch. She took me home. And I just remember like, yo, it's no way I'm going out again. Yeah, so yeah, my yeah. sister was like, yo, you are still drunk from yesterday. <laughs> or I was blasting. That was the first and last time ever I got that twisted. Whew. So when my boys called me, they was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? What are we doing tonight? I said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Birthday over. And the reason why I remember it, I remember I was sitting there watching TV and I was like, dog, bump it. I'm about to go buy the Xbox. And I went and bought the Xbox One. And that was my gift to myself for mm-hmm. my birthday. And I spent the rest of the weekend in the house. I was done. <laughs> Yo, I say all that to say, don't drink and drive. Don't overdrink. I'm not condoning it. But I just had one of them nights. And that's why when y'all be like, oh, we going to get you drunk. We going to like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to get me drunk. But moving right along, it's the You and You podcast. Harvey Weinstein, talk to me littles. What's going on? All right. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, for those who don't know, he's, an, uh, he's a movie producer. Him and his brother Bob started Miramax Films in 1979, and they ran that until 05, and then they created the, Weinst- the Weinstein Group. Well, not too long ago this month, uh, the New York Times and the New Yorker reported that dozens of women have accused him of se- either sexual harassment, sexual assault, or outright, outright rape. Okay, now, Harvey's been accused by more than 60 women in the film industry since that article came out. 60 women. Over the years, he's allegedly paid eight different settlements to actresses and former Miramax and Weinstein Company production assistants and other employees. Okay. Also, NBC News ran with the story that he had assaulted or harassed 13 other women and raped three. Woo! The person who from NBC News said he wanted to break the story months earlier, but was uh, but was uh, heavily implied that he was under pressure not to publish it. Wow! So, and uh, just a few of the famous women that have accused him were um, Angelina Jolie, Ashley Judd, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Lena Headey, who plays Cersei Lannister in Game, Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. And uh, this week, uh, another Oscar winner came out. Lapita Nyong'o accused him of sexual harassment. And um, the thing that brought that to my attention was all of the accusers have been white since then. I mean, since the, since the story came out. Wow. She's the first black woman. And he had no comment for any of them except for her. He said, uh, and I quote, 
I have strongly different. I have a strong different uh, recollection of her harassment claims. Ooh. That's like the first time he ever commented, and it was for the black girl. Wow. So I basically said, yeah, I, I, I fuck with the white girl. <laughs> black girl like, nah. right. Wow. And Terry Crews said, uh, mentioned about being groped by him. No, he said by another. He said by oh, another. By, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought it was another. Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Scott. I'm going I'm to uh, let you start the ball on this one. The man's a monster. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> Sexual harassment, sexual uh, terrorism, as I, I I like to call it, it's it's no place for it. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you are. No one should be sexually terrorized. Now this this dude Harvey Weinstein. I mean, I was reading a report that the Washington Post did on this guy, and another Hollywood executive came out and said, "Well, everybody knew about Harvey Weinstein." Yeah. Well, go, go, I'm gonna let you finish. So it's yeah. it's starting to come out that. Not only was the man, you know, sexually harassing people for what it seems like decades. Right. All these A-list actresses and, and stars, it, you know, um, men and women in Hollywood knew what this dude yep. was all about. That's a fact. And nobody did anything about it. That's a fact. Now, here's where, ho- here's where the, you know, the so-called liberal progressive, you know, group loses. They'll raise hell about uh, Donald Trump talking about he grabbed women by the box. Mm-hmm. And I'm using the word "box" to be to be respectful. Right. They'll they'll raise hell about you know, you know other issues, other people, you know, rights for women and, and things like that. But they won't clean up their own backyard. Mm-hmm. Now look, mm-hmm. I've I've never been to Hollywood. I've never worked in Hollywood. I don't know nobody that works in Hollywood. But I've heard a long time about you know that that casting couch. Yeah. I've heard stories about how people are sexually uh, abused, mm-hmm. um, pedophilia, all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. It, man, it runs rampant in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And this Harvey Weinstein, he's just one of many. Yeah, he just for for whatever reason he got outed. Yeah, and now yeah. everybody's he done pissed somebody off. Yeah, everybody's coming to the forefront talking about you know what this guy was doing and how long he was doing it. And my thing was, wow, look, the fact that the man was a Hollywood executive. And that he could make you a millionaire, he was allowed to sexually harass women for all this time and get away with right. it. Now, you, you said how many women he's been accused of raping? Sixty since, since the story came out. Okay, well, sexually harassing sixty, but a, a few claim he he raped them, right? Yes, yeah, a few raped. I, I just want to make sure I got the story right. Now, is Harvey Weinstein going to court? Because they they dragged Bill Cosby in court. I was you took it you took it from me. Yes, correct, yes. correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't yes. the, didn't the mistresses of, of Tiger Woods try to drag him in court? And they yes. all knew he was married. Yes. So this man has been sexually terrorizing women mm-hmm. for how long? And mm-hmm. he, with, is anybody going to try to even punish him for it? And I was going to ask, do you feel that he's catching the same heat that Cosby caught? Nope. And none of none of now mind you none of the and I'm not saying this to defend Cosby. I don't know what mm-hmm. Cosby did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But no uh, situation in court has held up in, in Cosby's situation. Look, Not one. Look, I'm no. I'm. Do I feel like he's catching the same heat as Cosby caught? No, because they dragged Bill Cosby in, in the court. A court of law. Yeah. Because look, I'm I'm not taking up for Cosby. I'm not the biggest fan of Bill Cosby. But even amongst the media, like the media mm-hmm. press of it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was when Cosby thing came out, that look, was all over television. Women came out and said Cosby did stuff 
to them 50, 45, 35 years ago. Yep. This Harvey Weinstein guy, his stuff is way more recent. Last week. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey been cutting them checks, though. Yeah. He said he's been settling, and they said he's been putting pressure on media to keep stories quiet. Mm. So that that should Mm. show you how powerful he is in Hollywood. Wow, man. They don't make it right, though. Rip, you want to rock? No, I mean, I ain't... I don't have too much to say about it because I don't know all the information, but just to say that this casting couch culture has been out there for a while. Yes, yes. And a lot of powerful men have been using that against people, mainly women, to take things away from them as well as give them things in order to get what they want. So, yeah. you know, that's something that's just going to be there until somebody step up and... I think a situation it. like this, though, could 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 cause a serious trickle down effect when it when it's somebody that high up you know what i mean littles you want to rock on it yeah i want to add one more thing there's an actress who basically got the ball rolling on twitter her name is rose mcgowan okay she's uh you may remember her from scream she's the yeah. girl that uh, tried to fit through the 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 door in the garage okay okay her, yeah, yeah, yeah. she started by outing people on twitter and um she said she was sexually assaulted by harvey in 1997 but she also she also took a hundred thousand dollar settlement to keep quiet about it. Wow. She's been quiet for 20 years about it. Wow. And my thing is, if you knew this was happening, even if you took a settlement and you knew that it was happening to other people, why not come forward, band together, and out him for the monster he is 20 right. years ago? Right. And my thinking is, if you do that, how many people are you saving from the same experience? Right. That's true. That's just, I mean, I'm not victim blaming. That's just what I think about that. And also... Rose McGowan kind of pissed me off because she's speaking a lot on Harvey, but she's not speaking on her own dirt. She did a movie with a known pedophile in 2011. She didn't say wow. shit about that though. And who was the who was the lady that that said uh, these women uh, were asking for about how they dress and that uh, was a, that was an actress um, from The Big Bang Theory. She used to be Blossom back in the day on TV. Oh wow, that's who that was. Yeah. Mm. Wow, <laughs> but she was basically saying, you know. The way these women dress and da da da, they're suggesting it's suggestive, and that leads me to uh, what I wanted to say. And I, I already, I, I think I got an idea already what y'all gonna say, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Is it the way women dress, or or are we just over sexualized as a society? As and as far as what? As far as what she, her statement, her statement was basically these women was asking for it because of how they present themselves. I believe it's it's over sexualized. Most definitely, I think it's it's over. Because uh, I'm going to let you rock, Mm -hmm. Scott. Go ahead. No, I bought this a look. I don't care how a woman dress. She, you know, no one should ever, ever sexually harass her. Exactly. Touch her inappropriately, you know, in any type of unwanted sexual advancements. Exactly is inappropriate completely i don't care what the woman how what the woman's got on yeah it's not a clothes issue it's a self-control nah. issue yeah, yeah. and you you know i think of, i think back to like the motherland and how you know the women walk around family naked you know what i'm saying and it's nobody uh, uh not to say that i'm sure right. it happens but i'm saying nobody is looking at those women Mm-mm. in a sexual matter. Totally, you know what I'm saying? It's a totally different culture. It don't have nothing to do about your booty and your breasts. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You got to control yourself, especially right. as a man. You got to have self-control. What kind of... And, and what 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 has she... What's on her mind for her to feel like 
the way these women dress, they kind of deserve it. Like that's some cra- that's the most craziest thing, especially coming from a woman. You know what I'm saying? That is the craziest thing I can hear. And so it's like at the end of the day, like you said, we've been hearing this about um, Hollywood for a long time, and I can't think of the actor's name that that end up committing suicide. But uh, he was he talked about the uh, pedophilia in Corey, Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Yes, yes. He was talking about how it's gone on and it's been going on since forever. Mm-hmm. But the thing that was most alarming about me with this Harvey Weinstein thing is that comedians have cracked jokes about this for years. They showed, I forget what comedian it was, but it was at an Oscar event. And Seth MacFarlane, the dude that do Family Guy, is, and he is, and he said that he uh, uh, the the women that won the awards, he said, well, at least y'all don't have to worry about uh, pretending to like Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Pretending yeah, pretending to like, and I'm so I'm like stuff yeah. like that lets you know that they okay, know. this is this yeah. is you know normal information for everybody. So why hasn't anybody stepped up about this? And like you said, it's the money, it's the power. Yeah. Go ahead, little. I feel like people haven't uh, stepped up for like you said, the money, the power. People do anything for that number one thing, fame. Fame is a huge, yes. fame is a big drug. Yes. Whether people want to admit it or not. And social media is perfect media, example yeah. of that. You know what I'm people saying? People do anything for likes now. Yes, for attention. Somebody touching their phone screen twice will make them feel like they're the biggest person in the world. Yep. And I don't, I don't personally get it. Yeah, I don't get it neither. I mean, talk, go ahead. We talk a lot about programming. Yes. And one of the, the big problems is that we're programmed to think that women ask for because they dress a certain way and stuff. And just just to go back to talking about the strip club, when you think about how guys act in the strip club, they mm-hmm. think just because the women talking <laughs> are, like are naked in the strip club that they can grab them any type of way. Yes, and yes. Do whatever. I mean, not to get graphic, but we we know right, right, the right. things that they t- they try to do to the women in there. It's just a program to think that if a woman dress a certain way or if she's showing this and showing that, that she's asking for it. So it's it's okay and it's allowed for men to do certain things mm-hmm. that that's not right. And so. people think because they got money or the, you yeah. know they they have a certain status. I mean, your president said, you know, I grab them by the box and they let me do it because, you know, I am who I am. And that's just it doesn't make it right. Even if even if you if you even if you do it and you get away with it, meaning the woman doesn't make a big to do about it, it's still wrong. It's wrong. You don't invade Mm -hmm. people's private space like that. You know what I mean? I don't care who you are. It's just flat out wrong. So. I, I hope that Harvey Weinstein is stopped in some way so this can't happen to anybody else. I mean, he must be stopped. He's a thug. He's a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> he he needs to be stopped. He might as well paint his face with clown paint and hang out in the sewers because that's what he's acting like. But you, you know, know what's going to happen, though? Not to cut you off, so Go ahead. People in Hollywood will allow a lot, and they tend to forget certain things when things have is in the past. So, like, mm. it's happened in 2017, 2022, 2023. He'll be back producing films, and it'd be like wow. nothing ever happened. Wow. People still let Sean Penn do movies, and he beat the shit out of Madonna. This is true. There's this been is a true. lot of abuse of people in Hollywood, and they still make movies. But, I, he, but I think, I think, how can I say this the, the right way? Having a, having a bad moment, Mm-hmm. Let's say, like you said, he 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 beat her. He beat her. He he was domestically abusive towards her. Mm-hmm. But there ain't sixty women coming out saying that 
he did that. Is it true? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, I'm not I'm not saying that to condone what he did. That's dead wrong. But it's a difference from having a moment or a bad time. Or Chris Brown is another perfect example. It was a, a bad moment in time. You know what I'm saying? But 50 women ain't came out and said that, you know, he beat on me or, you know. 60 women talk about being harassed and, and fondled by this guy. I mean, that's that's, that's a who problem. He is. That's yeah. who he is. That's who yeah, he that's is. who he is. This ain't a bad moment. Yeah. This is who you are. Yeah. He does it because he knows he's going to get away with it. Yeah, he's well. A, he's in a position of power and people are dying to be famous. Yeah, well, well, it looks like things things didn't change. You say, dear mamas, things have changed. You know what I mean? <laughs> He but has, he has been fired from his own company with his name on it. His brother fired him. Is that possible, though? Really? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he could be fired. Me, he can't come to the meetings, but I'm sure he's still gonna get checks. Yeah, basically, it ain't gonna hurt his. It'll hurt his status. I don't think it'll hurt his money. The man's a multimillionaire. Yeah, it'll hurt his status. It's not gonna hurt his money. You know what I mean? But he needs to be stopped. Definitely needs to be stopped. Rip, you wanted to talk to us. Talk to us, man. Okay, so I was in the gym. And Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You go to the gym? <laughs> I thought you was just born like that. So I had uh, my headphones on, but this time I wasn't playing any music. So I hear these uh, two black women talking, and they talking about dating or whatever. And one of the black women was talking about how she was dating this uh, white guy and how she finally uh, slept with the white guy and... Then after that, he just disappeared. <laughs> and she was saying to the other black lady how she was just such in, in such shock because it was a white guy and he did that. <laughs> wow. So I'm thinking to myself, like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you... She you, said only only black guys only, sleep with you and don't right, return yeah. your calls? <laughs> wow. You want to rock on that, Scott? Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, look, some women, they... Th- think that a man of another race is, is, is gonna is gonna act differently. Like a man is a man is a man. Yeah. You know, just because he's a different race don't don't mean he not gonna do do the same thing. Like right. she's she's surprised that this dude, you know what I'm saying, he didn't never call her again just because he was white. That's crazy. <laughs> like that okay. But that, that go that goes to show you the power of stereotypes. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and like you like we just said, programming. Programming. We so we, Certain people are painted to be a certain way. You mm-hmm. look at, um, we talked uh, before about uh, uh, when Brandy did the movie Cinderella and the prince was a white guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, um, or the experiment they did with the kids where when they showed the kids a black doll, the doll was bad, the doll was ugly, right. the doll was, but they showed them a white doll, the doll is pretty. It's programming. It's, and, and we like to think that we're not affected by it, but we we all are, myself right. included, in some way, shape, or form. Then now I don't have that issue with the programming, but there's some things that I'm programmed on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the 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 world, the life we live in. But mm-hmm. that right there is perfect example of what stereotypes can mm-hmm. do. You yeah. know what I mean? This also um it it also touches on um interracial dating um. Mm. Unfortunately, look, the the black woman in America is the least likely woman to get married mm. in this country out of all other racial groups. Now You just helped me remember my question. No Go problem. Ahead. Look. <laughs> I remember that. The black woman don't have 
no problem having sex with a man, mm. especially when it comes to interracial dating. Here's, here's the thing. Black men, we marry outside of our race more than any other group, but black women are the least group to get married, which means a white dude, an Asian dude, uh, you know, Arab, Mexican, whoever, they ain't got no problem sleeping with the black woman. But when it comes time to a committed relationship, getting married, by the numbers, that don't happen all the time. Mm. Now, black men, we marrying outside of our race, you know, like, mm-hmm. we can't wait to do it. Right, right, I'm not right. saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm, I'm, I'm just breaking it down. That's what it is. Mm. A lot of other cultures, they won't have no problem jumping in the bed with you. But when it comes time to getting married and creating a family, a lot of other races really ain't trying to bring that black woman home in large numbers. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And this has me thinking about on uh, our last episode, and John, you was talking about uh, how when it comes down to uh, women talking about men, you always hear men ain't shit. Right, right. So it had me thinking that beyond just the men ain't shit quote, black men ain't shit when it comes to black women at times. Mm-hmm. And that part comes from programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All you hear on TV most of the time is men ain't shit, but it's the black women saying that about the black men. Mm-hmm. No uh, no other woman says that about her man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's planet. why I say even <laughs> oh, wow. beyond just the men ain't shit, it's black men ain't shit. Right, right. So that's a program that's been put out there for the black women to see. And and so 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 much so, and it's mm-hmm. so strong that black men think about that about themselves. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler Perry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I mean, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying is absolutely right. It's so much so that you got guys thinking that about themselves. Right. Little, you want to rock on that? No, nah, I'm good. Okay. But I, I just, I just, it just, it's just a, it's just a wild, wild thing. And I don't, I don't totally know. How we conquer that? How do we conquer that? Is there a way to conquer that? Or are we too far gone? I mean, until we start loving ourselves, it ain't going to be conquered. It's just too much self-hatred out here. You ain't lying if about we that. Don't, if we don't love ourselves, then we ain't going to love our brothers and sisters. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. Mm-hmm. But you, you, I'm about to switch the subject a little bit. Because you said it. something that made me thought. Remember I was saying I couldn't remember yeah, what my question was. And you, you sparked it. I read... Uh, I forget. It had to have been on social media, but it was. A t- I haven't totally uh, fact checked it, mm-hmm. but just in my own thinking, I had my own thought about it. Right. So it said, uh, relationships that the woman initiated the relationship, meaning she was the, yeah. uh, she was the, uh, what's the word? She made the move. She made the move. Yeah. Tend to tend to last longer than relationships that were the other way around. Yeah. That's what it was? You found it? Okay, here we go. Right there. Study says that 86 per, 86% of women who make the first move end up marrying that person. Uh, and then it says, ladies, stop playing. Shoot your first shot. Yeah. It says your fucking shoot, shot, shoot, but shoot, shoot your, your shot, first ladies. shot. Hold on. Before you go there, I want to ask, though. Do you do you think that could be a strong possibility? And would you mind a woman coming after you or pursuing you first? Um, Littles, I'm gonna let you rock. I feel like that that's absolutely true because 
a woman sees a man, she already knows if they, she's already looking in the future. Mm. She's like, he's husband material. I'm going to go talk to him for anybody else do. Mm. That's a nice way of saying I'm going to get him for these other bitches. Get him. <laughs> you know? So I feel like that could be definitely true because, you know, like I said, women are always looking toward the future and they may, they may see something that a guy doesn't see in himself. Wow. Let me ask you though. Would you be comfortable if a woman came after you first? Sure, why not? I have no issue with that. I like it. Uh, Rip, I'm going to hear your thoughts. I agree with what Little said. I mean, that that quote, um, the percentage, I wouldn't, I think that's kind of sketchy, but I do absolutely agree that uh, men do like a, an aggressive woman at times, a woman that'll pursue them, make them feel good about himself. Mm-hmm. And I also agree with Littles that a lot of times women do see our potential, that the potential in us that we don't see in ourselves. And they, they're they always looking towards the future. Mm-hmm. And we more so, you know, we're more in the moment type creatures. But. Would you mind if a woman pursued you first? No, nah, I wouldn't mind. I didn't think so. Scott, let me hear. Uh, nah, um, I wouldn't mind. Um, a, a, an aggressive woman strike, strokes a man strokes a man's ego. Mm-hmm. So when a woman comes to a man and you know she makes the first move uh-huh. and she tries to get his number or tries to see what's going on, that makes the man think, okay, well, you know, I she sees something that that you know she she likes. I still got it basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's a it's it's an ego stroke. Mm. So um, a woman that and like you said before, a woman gets approached a hundred times a day. Yes, that don't happen to dudes all the time. Yes. So when it yes. happens to a dude, he's geeked. Yes, yes. So when a woman shows interest in him and makes the first move, it you know it it, it does something to a man. And let me tell you, something, a woman that has personality, uh huh, a woman that has personality and knows how to knows how to subdue a man. That's that's very intoxicating to a dude. So I can, uh, yeah, I can, you know, eighty six percent. Yeah, we, I can, I can believe that. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. But, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go nah, ahead. Go ahead. Because I was about to say, in, in, in most of the situations, the woman probably got that dude wrapped around her finger. <laughs> <laughs> not, not so much that though. But let me, let me go full circle. So with myself, I'm, I think based off my, uh, ex- time and experience on the dating scene. I would say statistically, I suck at choosing women. Let me explain. Usually, I and most men are victim of this, and women as well. We go for the person that we want, not the person that we need. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when it comes to that, I suck. I think the the best, the best. Uh, situation that I've ever been in has been my current situation. And guess what? She came in me first. (laughs) (laughs) And when I read that and I started thinking within myself, I was like, yo, that right there will flip the world inside out. And we've been talking about programming. Most women are programmed to think you don't pursue a man. A man is supposed to pursue you. Do you know how different the world would be? How much stress would be taken out of finding a mate if women were the aggressor? Because we talked about this before. Technically, men don't need much. Mm -mm. It's not a lot we need. It's women that need all these things. 
So I feel like women should be the one that size up the guy. Is like, okay, this is this could be a guy for me, and then she go after it. Now, granted, I think it would change the whole dynamic in uh, relationships involving children because, like I just said, I think men we just bad at picking mates for ourselves. Most guys that have children with a woman, what they say about it, I can't stand her. <laughs> but you picked her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so how did you drop the ball? It's guys walking around, got multiple baby mamas. I can't stand none of them. But you picked all of them. So that lets me know statistically you do not know what you're doing. <laughs> right. Most men don't know what they're doing. I ain't going to say all, mm-hmm. but most don't. And it, I think if women, uh, Little's made a good point, women are better at sizing men up. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I wish it was always like that. I wish save me some time and just say, yo, I'm feeling you. What's up? And then I say, boom, all right, well, let's get to know each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this chase, like, oh, women are, you know, you got to make him chase you and make mm-hmm. you. Nah. Now, we ain't now, like we said earlier, we too over-sexualized. We think you got to make him chase you by not giving him the booty. Right. No. It, it shouldn't have nothing to do with booty. <laughs> it should just be about the chase. The chase meaning make him get to know you hey. before you go serious or get any deeper with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we think everything, if a man say, um, good morning, automatically the woman think he trying to hit right. you. know what I'm saying? Like, no, I really mean like good morning. The sun is out. The temperature <laughs> is just right. I didn't have to wear a coat today. I could uh, wear my nice shirt. Yeah, it's really good morning. You know what I'm saying? But we have been programmed so that it's just like this crazy women sit back. The man's supposed to come and they supposed to just sit there and be like, no, not you, not you, not you. I want him, but I ain't going to say I want him. I'm right. a, I got to yeah. wait for him to come and say he want me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like what I said on the last show. I think a lot of things and rules need to be rewritten and readjusted because the world is completely different. We in a different time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We at a time where you pick up your phone and you stroll stroll through your timeline like, oh, man, I like her. Let me hit her in her DM and say, what's up? So the rules of yesteryear about dating and finding a mate don't work now (laughs) because they didn't have Instagram back then. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole new ballgame. It's a whole new ballgame. And it's it's like what I say about the the, uh, amendments. The amendments need to be looked at again because the world is different. The world is different. I think a lot of stuff need to be relooked at. I think I think laws for locking people up need to be looked at again. The world is different. Look at what we're going through right now with marijuana. You know what I'm saying? There are people that serve time over marijuana, and now they're legalizing it. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like smoking it out in the open. Smoke, it, the world is changing, but there are there's people recently did time for marijuana. Yep. Big years too. Mm-hmm. Big years, and now people just walk around smoking. Oh man, sorry to hear that. <laughs> you know Why they smoking your face? And that's just the way it is. And I think, I think the world is in the shambles that it's in because we're trying in 2017 to live off of rules and regulation, rules and regulations and doctrines from a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we have to change. I totally agree with that. I think women shoot your shot. <laughs> hey, if you see him and he, he looking good, your girl go over and say what's up. See, get that number. You know what I'm saying? 
And you'd be surprised. They say 86% of those relationships work out. So (laughs) stop sitting back. Hey, if you like them, you better tell them. But moving right along, Scott, you wanted to talk to us. Then we're going to get out of here. Hey, real quick. um, My lady got me watching this show called uh, Are You The One? I don't know if y'all seen it before. It's one of them dating shows that come on MTV. They got a bunch of guys and girls in the house, and they got to find like their perfect match or whatever. I think I've seen previews of that, but I haven't watched it. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool show. Okay. Uh, but one thing that I noticed, these folks, they're supposed to be in the house. They're supposed to find a, a perfect match. Okay. Somebody they could be with and establish a long-term relationship with. But right. all the women and all the men are only talking about one thing, and that's looks. Mm. All they all they care about is how to how this person look, how that person look. Well, this person my match because you know I like him tall with muscles, and this person wow. my match because you know what I'm saying. I, I you know I, I like his eyes. This, that, and the third. So it, it finally came to me. It's like when people are looking to get into a relationship, to a relationship, how important are looks really, Bruh, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> It goes, would you finish? I'm sorry. No, okay. It goes right. back to what I just said. We have the tendency to go for what we want and not what we need. You know what I'm saying? So I even have been victim of that where I'm like, yo, she's so, she's so bad. She, her mm-hmm. body, her this, her that. We ain't compatible in the least bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's apples. I'm oranges. She's up. I'm down. She's right. night. I'm day. You know, it's no compatible. Other than I thought she looked good. And not to say, not to, not to say that um, my lady is not nice looking. She's very nice looking. But if John was doing what John has always done, I would have never seen her or. I would have never got to see her in the light I see her in now. Mm-hmm. If I didn't say, okay, let me, fuck what I've been thinking all these years. <laughs> let me uh, readjust myself. Because I if, if I sit back and sometimes I think of like, all right, dang, all the, all the females I dealt with, they was all round about the same complexion. Mm-hmm. They was all round about the same uh, temperament. You know, uh, just just how they carry themselves. And I'm like, yo, that's the problem. I keep going after the same type of female and I'm getting the same results. You know what I'm saying? It's not till I, I go outside the box. And when I say outside the box, my lady now, she's well organized. She's on top of her crap. She she has a, a psychology degree, so she's educated. She's not uh, what we would call a hood rat. She's not quick tempered. Mm-hmm. She don't talk crazy out the mouth. You know what I'm saying? You won't never catch her about the fight at the bar. You know, I'm just just she's totally opposite of females that I de- dealt with. Not to say that females that I dealt with was ratchet. I'm just saying, but she's just, compared to the females I dealt with, she's like in a total different direction. You know what I'm saying? I say out of all the females that I've been with in a, not like dealt with, just dealt with, but been in a serious relationship with, there's really only one that I look back on outside of my lady now that I'd be like, "Mm, that possibly could have worked. You know what I'm saying? But I had some growing to do. You know what I mean? The rest was like, Nah, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't go back to them if you paid me. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's just a it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. But but going back to that show, that show is rep- representation of how people are. Period. Mm-hmm. Most females, when when you come across females on social media, when they describe the dude, he got money. He he dressed like he just stepped off the front of GQ. And he ain't got no kids. And he tall. And he tall. <laughs> he he muscled like a like a a, a, a god from the from the early twenties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's like these fantasy mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. It's it's like everybody want this fantasy person, and that's why it's a fantasy because you nine out of ten you would never get that. Right. And so you got all these women. Sitting around waiting for this fantasy to show up. Meanwhile, the dude that's a mechanic that will hold them down, treat them right. No, he can't buy you Gucci, but you won't be bummy, neither. You know what I'm saying? It's like you passing that dude up. Yeah, he make $50,000 a year, but his credit good. You know what I'm saying? He don't drive a Bentley, but his car paid for. You know what I'm saying? He got benefits. Nine out of ten, you already got a kid. He willing to take your kid in and treat, you know. <laughs> women ain't think about none of that. They just think about this fantasy guy. It just Elba. Everybody gonna marry it just Elba. Y'all realize that's one dude, that's one dude that got 50 million followers. Think about this. <laughs> 50 million females following this one dude, this one fantasy dude. Meanwhile, it's thousands of good guys out here that's like, yo, when when I'm going to find a girl that's going, you know, like you said, give me, give to me like I give to her. You know what I mean? But let me shut up. Rip, go ahead and rock. Uh, yeah, this definitely is a, a problem. And it, it seems that it's going to get worse as social media gets stronger and stronger, particularly Instagram, because all it is is posting pictures. And just from my experiences, from uh, the day that I was born, that's all I've heard was compliments about my looks or whatever. And poor like, you, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's like you got more to offer. It yeah, it annoys me because like I feel like I'm much smarter, more intelligent than I am good looking. I have way more things going on than just the way that I look. And not to cut you off, the crazy part, the crazy thing about that is going back to stereotypes, because you, you know, you you deem to be very attractive to most females. Mm-hmm. You kind of looked at it as like the dumb jock sort of like, you right, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I've I recall instant instances where people would say I'm too good looking or. That is what they would me. <laughs> they would just they would love to have me on their on their arm type thing uh-huh. type situation a trophy yeah trophy type stuff and it's and like you said uh it's just a lot of fantasy stuff going on out here and even like I talked about before like people would people would have acted surprised since I've came out and talked about my depression mm-hmm. and like they would never think that because I look good. What what type of crap is that? <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Some of the craziest women I ever met are the baddest looking women. I mean, good, really, 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 really good looking women. And you get to know them and you be like, yo, what the hell is wrong with you? But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty much it. It just, it just blows my mind that people think uh, 
they just just so vain in that aspect to think that because you look a certain way that mm-hmm. you don't have any type of problems or anything like that. So. Little, you want to rock? Yeah, I feel like um, based on that show, it just shows how shallow some people are. Oh yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong with. That's a great word, shallow. That's, yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. you, you, this is the first thing you notice about somebody. You're gonna look at somebody. You're gonna notice. Okay, they're beautiful, but you no problem. Yeah, right. There's nothing wrong with that, but. Eventually, you're going to have to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. She could be the most beautiful woman in the world, but what if she's like not bright at all? Mm-hmm. You really going to deal with that because she looks right. good? Right, right. And 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 what's even more goofy about the show? You there to find your your match mm-hmm. or whatever. But who don't put on a great personality for the first ninety days? Right. You and, know what I'm saying? And on camera. And on camera. It's not usually till about year one, year one and a half, where you be. You know, this nigga is crazy. It ain't no sign of him being crazy right. and deranged in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? He come over to you, you you and your girl sitting at the table. And he walks up to you. He was like, you know, hey, I saw you cross the room and uh, you caught my eye. And um, I just, you know, if you don't have a man, you know, I just want to give you my number. And uh, maybe, you know, sometime you, you when you get a chance, you know, you give me a call, you know. So, yes, girl, you looking good tonight. Ladies, I'm sorry to interrupt. But <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> There's no sign of him being crazy, <laughs> deranged, you know. And then, and then you, you, your girlfriend calls you like, "Girl, we ain't seen you in weeks. You've been with this new dude." And you're like, "Girl, he's so sweet. He's so this." He's like, "Girl, well, we going out this weekend. It's gonna be a ladies' night." You like, "All right, but let me go back here and ask my man." And you go back and you say, "Baby, <laughs> the girls are going out tonight. I was wondering if I could go out there with them." And he looking at you like, "Why the fuck you got to be going out all the time?" A good girl to stay her ass home sometimes. <laughs> and then you mad, you storm out the room. Girl, no. You go put on your fuck em dress. <laughs> <laughs> fuck now, now you in the club. Fuck em, girl. Fuck them, girl. girl. Fuck em. <laughs> Shout out to Martin, man. It's the You and You podcast. Oh, it's your boy, O King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny. Next to me is. It's your boy, Rip the Spiritual Gangster. You can check me out on greatestiamblog.com on Instagram. That's greatest.i.am.blog. Next to him is. It's your boy, Littles. Catch me at Littles1126 on Instagram and Twitter. Next to him is Scott Higgs, author of Hypocrisy in America, available on Amazon.com. Follow me on Twitter at SJH80. Hey, you got yeah from the beginning. You got it here. It's the You and You podcast. We thank you all for the support. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on uh, uh, what's that one? Player FM, Beyond Pod, Google Play, uh, Google Play, Player FM, YouTube, all that good stuff. It's the You and You podcast. We appreciate everything you do. We are out of here. We don't do no overtime. Baby JVA massaging. Spin my record. Shero, my nigga, you hear the stars. Check game, my nigga. Stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fit the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitted head, nigga, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I come through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging, my nigga, I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, I both subconsciously massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch crook fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni.